Okay, good morning. Today's class is Lunishma Yerchman Daniel Gadaisi Amadema, Lunishma Hadiana Hakan Ben Yafa, Rafushal Ibn Havshalmi, Amina Hadiana Ben Sara, Lishaba Magaliba Shifraleya, Mirtu Ibn Chaya, Reina Bapahia, also success in Yarchamayim, Abelisheva Banavaka, Diel Ben Lisheva, Emmet Ben Lisheva, Shefa Ben Lisheva, Reina Makavatova Basha. Also, this whole month is sponsored by Yikutiel Yehuda Mordechai for a for Pranasan Zivug. And Please, uh, the event with Gary Newman on relationships is going to be on August 24th in Park East in Manhattan. And that's going to be, and the, the deal events are August 22nd and 23rd. Those are more private events. And please share and write the podcast. Today we have a wonderful, wonderful class that we're going to talk about from Rabbi Zamir Cohen. Rabbi Zamir Cohen is an acclaimed speaker. He is thousands of classes, um, and he actually came out with a book in English, which is excellent. And this book is basically called Happily Married, and we're going to take a chapter on possible 10 delays for possibly not finding a shidduch. What are the 10 possible delays why a person cannot find a shidduch? And you can pretty much take this, these same situations in marriage. So at the end of the day, whatever is happening before, it's usually going to manifest afterwards. This is extremely important to understand that. I, I agree 100% with what he's saying. I've seen this, but he, he really put it together uh, really, really excellent uh, in his own way. And we're going to talk about those 10 things. And the, the, a lot of questions people have, you know, is this a decree that I am not getting married? Is this, uh, you know, before you, you know, before, for example, they say when people are depressed, God forbid. You should first change your diet and exercise. Then, then you could talk about the, the, let's talk about depression after you do the fundamentals. Change your diet and exercise. Then let's talk about it. So there's certain things before you get into these questions in your head about what's happening in heaven. Make sure you're at least, you know, checking the boxes of the fundamentals, etc. You know, th- does heaven not want me to sleep? Again, if you're not, if you're, you know, if you're not sleeping... There's certain things in life that you have to at least check the fundamentals, and that's called dot. And then you worry about what happens in heaven. Okay? And I think people, they're not doing the fundamentals, and they're already asking, well, what's going on in heaven? What's going on in heaven? And that is the wrong approach. Do everything you can first to cross the box. Then, I promise you, if you do that, you're not going to ask what's happening in heaven, because you're going to get results. But today, we, we, are in a very, we are in a very despair mindset today. And we're in a very emotional, just throw in the bag. And I get it. It's, very, it's not an easy thing to do. It's not an easy thing. Marriage is, 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 you know, marriage is a beautiful garden, but it needs watering. And we thought we had artificial plants. Oh, it's a garden. I bought the garden already. It's our, it doesn't need watering. Right? It doesn't need watering. Absolutely, it could be a gorgeous garden. But if you do not water it, trim it, it will turn to, you know what it is. And that's the whole point of this world of, remember, of constantly being a giver. Constantly becoming a giver. Because if you just had a beautiful garden and you didn't water it, at the end of the day, it's just a garden. And it's going to turn to, you know what? So this is where anything in our lives comes to the same story. So I guess this is why our Creator wants us to put us through when a person is going through, when he's going through Shidduch, etc. Why he's putting you through such work to get married and find this Shidduch. Because usually the concept in life is if you work hard for something, you're more likely to maintain it and keep it. 
But if you get it too easy, I always said the world needs more soul diggers and less gold diggers. Right? Because at the end of the day, all you need is a guy like Biden in a bad economy, and then that's it. People will start mar- marrying for love all of a sudden. But the whole point of this is, is we need to cross the, every single situation before we start asking heaven, what the hell's going on here? What's happening? And, and I don't see, very rarely do I meet that person who has done those things and is still coming up short. So let, let's, let's talk about 10 practical things. And that is really, really the creep because this is a lot of things. Should I, people ask me, you know, should I change my name? Should, is there a decree in heaven? Um, you know, what, what's, what's happening, etc. Is there an extra segulot? Again, fundamentals, dot. It's not supposed to be. Rav Nachman tells us black and white, lesson 88 in the second half of Likut Moran. He says, dot, a higher consciousness, is a maker of all matches. Period. And it's actually a segula to listen to a person who has dot, listen to a Torah class, that actually is a segula for attracting people. So that's, that's a segula. Every time you're listening to a class, you're getting dot. That is the ma- maker of all matches because in a, with a higher, different consciousness, you're going to think differently and attract different things in our, in our lives. And, bef- and you could see the model today, which is extremely different than the secular world. Somebody actually posted on Instagram a very good video of Mel Robbins, who happens to be a, she happens to be a great speaker, but she was extremely wrong on, on some advice on marriage. How do you know when it's time to quit? When you're tired of working for the marriage and you'd rather be alone. Welcome to life. And Y.Y. Jacobson, in the same video, that person compares Y.Y. Jacobson. Y.Y. Jacobson says, the Hasidist talks about a new, a new moment can happen anytime. A new energy can happen all the time. So the secular model is that, that's it. It's too tired, so much work. Goodbye, it's toxic, leave it. And go join, the, uh, go join all the other, the other people complaining about you know, not, be, be, you know, ha, not being there. Where Hasidus is absolutely, completely different. It talks about, what are you talking about? Every moment is a new moment. Every day has a new energy. Every minute has a new energy. We're just not living, we're not living in that presence because we're stuck in the past. That's our problems. But that doesn't mean because you're stuck in the past and you judge unfavorably, you should say it's not worth the effort. And I can't, I could tell you right now, nothing good spiritually is going to come to you easy. So if that's such wrong advice, let her, let her stick Baruch Hashem to the five second rule and the, and the other things. But not to this advice, because this is, this is, you know, on a bad day, I listen to a wrong video. You're right. She's right. I got to be alone. <laughs> no, that's not the answer either. Again, there's times for everything, but you have to believe there's, we are in two different programs out there. There's a divine, divine program, and there's the odds program. And you need to make sure you are on the right track. Because when you live in the moment and you live with it, that every month could change and every energy can change, miracles can happen in a blink of an eye. We're, we're a nation of miracles. Miracles can happen in a blink of an eye. So if you live like that, you will attract that. But if you live in a world of nature, yeah, you're right. The person's not going to change, give up, etc. And we know this from Leah. Leah, Leah cried out. And she was destined to have Esav. She ended up with Yaakov. So that's the power that we have of prayer. 
And prayer and faith is very convenient. So it's extremely, very damaging that I think a lot of our subconscious is, uh, is, is tainted by the uh, 90210s, uh, all, these, all these shows and all this, uh, what, what Rabbi Nachman calls the chametz, the chametz in our brain that is, a, is not allowing us to open up our heart and, and, and to take this. And again, if I wasn't brought up in breast of teachings in, when I was 20-something, I, I, would, I would completely be like everybody else in the world. My needs are not being met. My needs are not being met. <laughs> Good luck if you get... First do the needs of heaven, then heaven will make people love you. But if you're going against heaven and you're thinking that need, you're getting needs, you're living just on ego and kavod, that is not the answer to today. And what are you going to get? You're going to get a psychologist to, to, to confirm that you're, you're, that you're right and you deserve it, you deserve more. Okay, good. She, she's also lost half of the psychologists that have lost. So you, you have to make sure that you are tapping in to the right energy today. And I see that the, the advice, this is why Rabbi Nachman speaks about crying out for the right advice. Because you can go to one therapist and you can go to another therapist. And one will tell you to completely different advice than others. So, and I've seen it personally. I've seen people, I've seen therapists tell husbands to leave their wives, 100%. Meanwhile, they didn't ask the guy, hey, by the way, did you know he had a porn addiction? And he's the, he's the one causing this problem. <laughs> so, uh, did you look into the card? Did you look into everything? Did you look into everything? No. Unfortunately, that, that we need to understand that. And again, this stuff is, is not, it's, this is not easy, especially this month is a month of a lot of brutal truth, a lot of brutal, I myself am going through Baruch Hashem, a major, one, wonderful cleansing. But again, after, after, the, after the tears come clarity. And the greatest thing today is clarity. So I'm just trying to explain to you, clarity is not going to come to you through, through, through the front door. Clarity is going to, when you, when you get smacked in the face and you humble yourself, then your creator gives you the clarity. So, I'm just telling you. And this is why King Solomon, the wisest man, said, the foolishness of a man pre- prevents his ways and his heart is angry with God. Right? This is something that we have to always cry out to God. Purify my heart because sometimes we, we, we're angry at God. We're questioning Him. We're questioning Him. What's happening here? What are you doing? You got the wrong guy got the wrong zip code, and, and we're, we're sitting there thinking we know everything. I'm just telling you from my own, what, what, our, what our emotions do is they block our judgment, they make us into a victim, they make us go in constriction consciousness, and it's, it's real. The pain is real, and you have to understand that. It happens to me all the time. That's why it's extremely important that I do wake up in the morning, and I, and I just, okay, let's go over yesterday's situation, Let's see what happened. Let's think of it with, with, with the right consciousness and that. And that's the advantages of a morning ritual. Because in the afternoon, when you're hit with that situation and your emotions are running and you have very low oxygen and you're just completely driven by emotion, believe me, the first one you're going you're gonna to throw the head, you're going to say, blame is God. So I'm just giving you guys things. So let's talk about the 10 things that were, are the first thing. The first thing is definitely... What he's saying here, the first thing is body language. It's extremely important how you show up on a date, how you show up to marriage. You know, what do you need? <laughs> Honey, how can I help you? Your body language is, is extremely important. 
It's not what you say, it's how you say it and the way you say it. This is why it's extremely important with, that you have to show affection. Because without affection, when affection says it all, but when there's no affection and there's bad body language. So you see this on, a lot of times on dates or, or, or people, that, they're very nervous, they have this nervous energy. I will never hire a person, an employee that has, is nervous. Because I said, if this person's nervous on the interview, he's going to be nervous also at work. And he's going to be nervous. It's right away. The energy's off. That's fear-based. So when your body language is off, when you're not standing straight, when you're not showing presence, that could definitely affect. People could read on that body language. You know, they can read. Your body can remember. Your thoughts vibrate energy. So you're throwing vibes. When I say good vibes, what does that mean? I have a specific vibe about me. So you have to be able to chill out on these dates and not fear anybody. Who's the person next to you? Who, who are they? Who are they? God? At the end of the day, chill out. Be open. But don't have this fear, this tense, this nervousness. I'm not married yet. This desperation. That, believe it or not, subconsciously, you don't recognize, but it is affecting your body language. You know, I almost, some of these singles events that I throw, I, I think I need a car. There's a chiropractor needs to come there. You could see that the worry, you could see the anxiety. You need a chiropractor, for God's sake. A massage, a chiropractor. Just loosen up a little bit. To the point where we need chaperones on, the, on these events sometimes. Do you understand the problem? If I need a chaperone on, the, on a dating event, that's telling me I'm not open. I'm closed. That means if I'm closed, my body's closed. And that is affecting the way you are able to present yourself to somebody. So think about the first thing. That's just basic. How is your body language? How are you showing up? How are you showing up? How are you showing up? Shoulders back, it's extremely important. Posture is everything. And today, more than everything, we've ruined our posture because of the thumbs. So it's extremely important. You have to work on your glutes, you have to work on your shoulders, and you have to stand up straight, and you have to show presence and confidence. Because remember, according to the, the, the Lubavitcher Rebbe, what does he say? Make yourself a king, and the queen will come. Right? Make yourself a king, and the queen will come. But if, there's, if the guy's, you know... The body, is, is not, there's lack of confidence in presence. So we'll talk about that concept. So this, this already causes a, a false, um, it causes edginess, it causes, or they're easily angered. You can't, you have to show up with a little bit of um, presence. You, you have to be present, and that's your body language definitely tells us. And right away you could feel, you feel the energy. Remember, energy is presence. Presence. How you speak, etc. So that's the first thing. That's an easy one to work on. You know? Easy one to work on. If that's off, a lot of it is off. Just think about an interview. You know, ask an interview. When you ask somebody, when you, ask, when, you, when you interview somebody, tell me a little bit about yourself. What are your strengths? You don't, you're not asking him for his resume. You're asking him, what can he bring to the company? What can he bring to the company? How can he add value to the company? You're not asking him, what do I care what school you went to and what, uh, you know, what you did for the summer? I couldn't care less. What are you bringing to the company? What can you bring? I'm positive, I'm, I'm this, I have a good environment, I have a good, I have a good, good energy. That's what you want to look into, into interviews. You don't want to look into interviews. So what do you, what, what, because that means you're, all you do is you're thinking about yourself. Second, second reason why a person is still not finding the one is because excessive complaining Excessive complaining. This is mimics Rabbi Rush's complaining. He says that the reason why 
We are all in exile. The reason why we're in exile in any situation is because we're not thanking Hashem, we're complaining. And this is exactly what the Jews did in Egypt. What did they do? They complained about everything. Complaining keeps you in the problem. Thanking gives you the awareness of why you're in the problem. Remember, complaining keeps you in the problem and causes resistance. Thanking causes awareness. Thanking causes awareness. Again, you will not be able to think at the moment because you're too busy thinking. What you do is you need to think. You need to stop thinking. You need to change state, get up in the morning and start thanking and ask, ask your creator for the awareness of that. But complaining while you're single. Complaining does not get nothing but self-pity and it gets you just in a very bad state. You get what you focus on in life. So think about your complaint ratio to your thinking, thanking ratio. Think about your swiping ratio to praying ratio. How much time are you swiping and how much time are you praying? Think about that ratio. It's usually 90 to 1. There's no, you, you, you see, there's not any new tefillas that are coming out. But there are new apps that are coming out. A lot of new apps, but not a lot of new prayers. Even pray for somebody else, but don't complain. That takes a lot of discipline. Same thing as marriage, don't complain. I'm the first one to say, when I'm going through, I, I get into that, the, the complaining. Cut it out. Cut it out, because complaining is only going to keep you in the problem. Remember, complaining is basically looking at a, looking at a roof leak and complaining why it's still leaking. The next day it gets worse and worse and worse. And it doesn't go away until you fix it. So think about that. Every time you complain, just picture a roof leak in your house. And you know how annoying those roof leaks are. They're just there, and they don't go away. And it will only be fixed when you fix it. And that's called gratitude. Gratitude is excessive. Remember, every single time we complain, we invoke ingratitude, which invokes the first sin of Adam, which means he would complain that his wife, God gave him his wife. So already that brings judgment and aggravation. The third cause, the third cause, is searching in the wrong place. You're searching in the wrong place. You understand? You're searching in the wrong place. You're looking in the wrong places to find three people. You have to try to find people in better places. Figure that one out. So, you're searching in the wrong place. But think about better places to meet people, right? If you meet people, certain people, you're going to meet certain people in certain places. And... You're going to meet other people in southern places also. Don't look for miracles if you're in the wrong places. So again, that, that requires a little bit of common sense. So again, synagogues, classes, proper events, but if you're just going to places where you expect you know, to find your soulmate in the middle of a club, think, think differently. Just think differently. Okay? So that's another thing, is looking in the wrong place. Extremely important to understand that. You become who you are next to. So what's the solution? Climb one, let's say you're on the, you're, you're in a, you, let's say you have a very, you're, you're in the third floor and there's a very bad view there. 
you have to climb up to the fourth floor and get a better view. So if you want better consciousness people, make yourself better and climb up and get, go, go into classier places to meet. The fourth cause that he's saying here is lack of refinement. Lack of refinement, okay? And he's saying here that this, this concept here, and, and it is extremely important to understand when we need to have class. It's extremely important to be classy. Classy, refined, put yourself together. You know, your, your appearance is extremely important. I'm not telling you to be vague, but you have to be able to put yourself together. Today, you can get clothing anywhere, put yourself together, invest in that. You, 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 you're not refined. You know, you, 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 you put, put, make sure you're, you, you know, look it up. You can look up everything else in life. You have to put yourself together and you have to dress well and present yourself well. It's not enough to say, well, somebody, I, I want somebody from my, uh, you know, my inside zone. No, you, you have to deal with what you have to deal with and you have to be appeasing and you have to have refinement. So again, proper dress, proper thing. Also, the, the, is the, how, how the person speaks, how, how the person's, you know, is he brazen, is he curse, the, 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 the language. So ask yourself, refine, pretend you're, going, you're getting an interview in, you know, in, in a top firm. How are you showing up to that interview? How are you showing up to that interview? Extremely important. Because that person might not be good for you, but somebody else. But when you put very low effort in something, it's showing that it's an obligation not an opportunity. And this is where we all go south. When we turn, our, we turn opportunities into, into, into something that becomes too, 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 oh, this is just another ritual, it's just another day. We lose that spark. We turn opportunities into obligation. We show up with low energy, we don't put ourselves together, and that's an issue. You know, Europeans, they put themselves together. They know how to put, you know, you have to put yourself together, it's extremely important. Fifth, fifth cause, disregard for the, for the Torah-defined parameters of distance. So we're basically saying here, in a, in a nice way, way too physical before spiritual. Way too, too much physicality uh, before spiritual. I've said that a thousand times. And basically what that says is that when you do get too physical, it becomes a, instead of love, it becomes a fatuation. When you become too physical, it becomes infatuation. And it just beca- infatuation is no greater than a drug. It's an ups and do- down, it's adrenaline, it's highs and lows. And I'm not telling you you're not going to have highs and lows in marriage. But it cannot be something where it's, 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 a, it's adrenaline instead of dopamine. Dopamine is a healthy love. But when it becomes adrenaline and, and, and chasing and chaos and, and, and dysfunctional, and that's just that's because we're way too physicality. Again... The, the biggest sin that happened is Adam and Eve, they tried to have relations on Friday. They were supposed to have relations on Friday night. They had relations on Friday afternoon. That little boo-boo caused a lot of problems. So sometimes we're trying to take something before it's time. I get it. I'm not telling you to be perfect. I'm not telling you to do anything. But I'm telling you this can cause, because just like when something is done through Kedusha, it becomes what? Man and, wife, man and wife become what? Become Hashem is there. But when Hashem is not there, Isha and Esh, when Hashem is not there, the yud the yud which is Hashem's name, is removed. So the same with either God dwells with you 
then you have blessings, you have love, and you have, if not, when you remove the yud hey, it becomes esh, fire. So when there's no God in the relationship and things are done too physical, you're dealing with a lot of fire. And again, you need to recognize what is love and what is lust. Lust does not have an ending. Love has an ending. Lust, fast loves, have the coldest ends. So just recognize that concept. And this is, again, this is all uh, the importance of getting, understanding, going, f- to cooling off your impulses and heating up your vision. If you want to get married, if you want to go for the long run, you are thinking vision. You are not thinking impulsive. If you are just hooking up, I'm getting with that person, I am hooking up. I'm bonding with that person. That's a long-term play. You understand? I bought Dogecoin, you're hooking up. You understand? I bought AAA, I bought Amazon long-term growth. That is bonding. So if you're in this Dogecoin mentality, you see what happened to Dogecoin. Yeah, it went up a couple of days, and then boom, crashed like everything else in life. So whatever goes up fast, comes down. So if you're a very, very person that's very physical, that, that likes the, the action, yes, there's a time for it. After marriage. <laughs> but before marriage, those are the rules of heaven. The sixth cause. The sixth cause. Because remember, people that, when you start demanding and you show and you show desires and you show excessive, at the wrong time, it becomes neediness and it becomes, God God forbid, addictions. Nobody's telling you to blame yourself for what happened. Just make the switch. That means we're going to do all of these things before we blame God. Number six, traumatic scars from the past. That is definitely an issue. We are bringing old garbage into new relationships. We are not saying goodbye in order to get a new hello. And that's where you need faith. And this is extremely difficult to go through a broken heart and go through a bad relationship. There's a residue. There's a feeling of loneliness. There's a feeling of hopelessness. And it does affect how you show up to a new relationship. And it does, again, an angrier person will always be angry if, it does, if that person does not work on on having faith. So if you're not working on this, these traumatic scars, they show up in new relationships. So it's extremely important that you must heal these relationships. The scar should be a medal in understanding. You learn from it. I'm showing up to a healthier one. I did the work. The person was just a lesson for me. But if you're showing up with these traumatic scars, it's, it's, a, it's more of a codependency and fear of, a fear of being alone. And it just shows up in the next relationship. And then that one goes back. Because now you're blaming that person for everything that happened to the old guy. That new guy is getting punished for everything that the old guy did. Or the new guy or the new girl is getting accused of um, cheating for what the, old, the other person cheated on. And next thing you know, you become a CSI investigator because of undealt with situations. So think about the traumatic scars that have to be dealt with. You have to heal in order to go into a new relationship. Because remember, we are going to give. And relationships are a place you go to give. If you go in as a taker, 
already, you're, you, what happens if you don't get? Then that's it. It's a condition. It's very important that we heal, etc. The seventh cause, exaggerated pickiness. Exaggerated pickiness. So when we're too picky, that's not realistic. And again, this is, this is put, in social media has put, has, you know, you, everybody's got these filters on, filters on, and sometimes it's unrealistic to be a mom, a sports illustrated model, uh, to be a businesswoman, to be this, to be this, to be this, the same thing as a guy, to drive a Bentley, to be successful, to be religious, to, you know, cl- you know clean up after the kids, walk the dog, and this is what you, 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 you know, your bucket list in social media is not realistic. It's not realistic, and it's not sustainable. This is just, again, the more I show is because the more I need to show people that who I am. But at the end of the day, I don't need to show you anything. I, it's a genuine, in, so exaggerated pickiness has been drawn by, by, by comparing yourself to other people. You don't get in life what you, get, what you want, you get in life what you need. Your main thing should be that I should want what God wants for me also. I should want what you, God needs for me. Big difference. So this, this, the only, the, the, there's five, four good characteristics you have to look for. Number one, good character traits. Number two, fear of God. Extremely important to have fear of God. Number three, comfortable and pleasant communication. And number four, a pleasant, a pleasant external experience. Appearance. So think about that set. Are you exaggerating your pickiness? This is for the LA community. Exaggeration. Too much, too much window shopping with no money. So, and you saw this in this crazy this show. What's that show called again? The Jewish matchmaking. I mean, you got the, the standards with these people. I mean, broke, asking for these kind of women and this. I want this one. I mean, what, what, is, what, are, you, what are you thinking? Like, do you have a reality check? I mean, what are you thinking? You need a good Moroccan in that show to smack people around in that show. But what are you thinking? Like, everybody says, what world are you in? I understand you did me build this, you built this. But the, the demands and the exaggeration and entitlements, this entitlement, this reparation, I, I'm entitled to this. I'm entitled to this. You're not entitled to anything. You make yourself the one and people come to you. I'm entitled. Entitlement causes. And this is exaggeration of pickiness. Number eight, widely, a wide spiritual religious gap. So that's something where the, there's, people are just way, way off spiritually. And again, you need to understand the reason why spirituality is extremely important for you. And also, Keeping the, 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 the trying to keep the halachot because the more you are connected, the less needs, needs you have. The more spiritual you are, the less needs you have, the less you need. Understand? But the more physical you are, it's just a hungry ghost. So that's an extremely important that people should be open minded to connecting. If somebody's you're open to Shabbat, you're open to this, this only helps you, it doesn't break you. So this is where we think um, that this is causing. Maybe God wants you to be. Maybe God wants you to be more spiritual. Maybe God wants you to come in more. And I know it's difficult, but at the end of the day, it could be that these things are blocking you from receiving the one. So it could. 
the reason, that's number eight. Lack of spiritual gap. Too much of a spiritual gap. You see people today, there's very people, people that are in the middle, but there's a big gap. There's a big gap. In summary, the reason for delay may be to a spiritual gap between the two halves of the original soul. Therefore, that means basically these two, these two souls, the, the, it was the original soul, it came back and split in two, and these two are in two different spiritual gaps. So they're not finding each other. They're not finding each other. I'm not telling you it have to be exactly, but there's a miscommunication. Remember, the whole point is to bring the soul back to the same place. Right? This is why it's always good to also pray for your soulmate. Because your soulmate could be lost somewhere in, in Brazil or something. <laughs> and you have to pray that they, you know, that they get back to, to, to the derech. So it's always good to pray for your soulmate. But remember, it takes one to know one. So you have to be in your soul state to get your soul mate. And that is by connecting to, to, to this. Number nine, lack of heartfelt prayer. That is another reason. We're too casual with our soul, finding a soulmate. It's just too casual. There's no sense of urgency. When you feel like giving up, you have to turn it up. When Leah was advised, Ramachan says you can switch your soulmate. You can upgrade your soulmate through prayer. So you need to understand, again, if you, there's a lack, heaven sending you a lack in, in, on life and purpose... So you should come to your Creator through that lack. Bad dates need more prayers. So you can get good dates. A bad date should say, Oh my God, I have to wake up in the morning and cry out to God. Because look what I'm attracting. Imagine you had a million dollar house. Imagine you had a million dollar house for sale and you're getting offers of a hundred grand got a big problem you have to do something either you lower the price fix the house make it worth a million dollars pray that the value goes but you have to do something if you're getting a hundred one thing is you're getting seven hundred thousand dollar offers eight hundred but you're attracting a hundred thousand dollar offers all day long there's something wrong you're overpriced you're inflated lower the price Figure it out, rebrand it, change it, etc. So that's, that, that's where, where you get pain like this. You have to cry out to heaven. And this is where when, you're, when you cry out to heaven, that gives you the awareness and that could be the purpose of it. The Zohar tells us in Parshas Lechacha that a soul may have descended into another reincarnation alone without its other half thus finding itself without a natural mate. Heartfelt prayer. However, attained, he attains a good mate and be assigned to the one that he's destined to. So let's say in heaven they, they, they scrambled your soul, you ended up in the wrong place, and you're like, I'm in the wrong place. I'm, I, I don't feel right. You need to shuffle the deck. You're basically telling Hashem through prayer, please shuffle the deck for me. Sometimes we get hit a bad hand in life. You're asking Hashem to shuffle the deck. Prayer has the ability to shuffle the deck. What do we do when we, the, bad, the hands are bad? What do we tell the guy? Shuffle the deck. Shuffle the deck. Could happen. There's a lot of, there's a lot of things happening. 
But prayer changes everything, changes nature, makes, makes miracles. And the tenth problem, physical or emotional problems. So this is the tenth cause that could be cause a delay. And that's something you have to work, again, people are walking around with tremendous anxiety, addictions, you know, this, is a, this could definitely affect you. If you have an active addiction, how, is that gonna, how, how could you be the best person in a, in, in a relationship? If you're taking 25 anxiety pills, pills and you're asking Hashem, why am I not married? You have to work on trust and getting rid of the anxiety. You have to really get deep into this. This is not superficial work. Because whatever you worked on before, you won't have to work on it in marriage. But if you're not working on these things and you're showing up, this is why it's very, da- these, these three dates, four dates, when people get, it's very dangerous because they're not, people are not telling each, they're not exposing all these things and all of a sudden these things are coming up. On the, phys- on the physical issue, again, if there's obesity, your lack of shape, would you want your spouse to be out of shape? No. I wouldn't want them to be out of shape. I couldn't handle it. That means you're not taking care of yourself. That means you have it in the bag. Put yourself in shape. There's no excuse because, oh, Shabbat, I gained weight on Shabbat. I gained weight on... What are you talking about? It's one day. And it doesn't mean, Shabbat doesn't mean you have to eat like, a, like, a, like an animal. So again, put yourself in shape. Would you want your spouse to be out of shape? Then don't do what you want, wouldn't done for another person. End the story. So that's another thing. People need to get in shape. They need to get mental, physical, emotional shape and be the best available in order to give. So those are 10 reasons that he says. I strongly agree with them. And these are just fundamentals. If you do these 10 things, then you could start asking heaven what's happening in heaven. But until you do these 10 things, at least get, change the odds of getting a better match. And I promise you, I've seen this. I've seen guys attract girls as soon as they fix the Brit. Fast. Fast. That is the number one. That should be the number one on the list. Because that's the biggest struggle for men, is that issue. Because when, you, when you're walking around with that energy, you're walking around with very, very low vibration. Shame. Would you want to marry somebody with shame? You want to marry somebody with shame? I wouldn't want to marry somebody with shame. Walking full of shame, you don't want to walk around with that. Because a person has shame is such a low energy, they have nothing to give. They can't give. So, Bezrat Hashem, Hashem help us that we should all be zochet to find the one. Have a great day.